Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another epi of Pop Therapy. So Kim and Tristan, no, I'm kidding. (laughs) Get right into it. I I blanked for a second. I was like, I don't know what to say in response to her. So I'll just consult my my notes. Right into the hot tops. (laughs) What are your hot tops for this week, Laura? Well, I do want to warn you that if I drop dead during the course of this podcast, it's because Teeps tried to kill me tonight. What? Well, he made a soup, but then things got extra suspicious when he delivered said soup to me on the couch. And I was like, why are you delivering my soup to me? I usually go dish up my own meal. And then partway through eating the soup, my mouth started getting like super dry and I was felt like I was having an allergic reaction. So I'm pretty sure he poisoned me, but oh. didn't do enough to kill me. <gasps> So that's I just a bit about you, the status of my relationship. I asked you to blink twice two weeks ago if you were in danger. I didn't know I was until tonight, and now, now I'm scared. You, now she's blinking twice, folks. She's actually blinking <laughs> a lot. Are you having a seizure? <laughs> well, we'll see. I might through the course of this pod. Just keep an eye out. Jesus Christ. Well, I know where you live, Teeps. <laughs> Who doesn't listen to this? Part? And I'll be there in four hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't really think anything else is much new with me. Same. Well, I had my friend visit this past weekend, and I felt like I was re-exploring Toronto all over again. I, we walked 19 kilometers on Saturday. On one day? On one day. Ew. My legs were going to fall off at the end of it. Oh, my God. I would literally die. Yeah. And weirdly enough, we only took 26,000 steps. You'd think they, it would track way more than that for 19 kilometers. Yeah. You guys must have been cruising. Yeah. I, we did so much on the Saturday, actually. Like, I don't even know how we packed all of that into 24 hours. But we, we managed to see a Raptors game, which was so fun. It was such a close game and Raps won. We also came on the Jumbotron at the very end, and I I was very much trying to avoid it. <laughs> and it came on, and I noticed it was me, and I was just like, oh, no. And I covered my face with my hat, and Marcus, like, grabbed my shoulders and shook me around <laughs> and was like, no, look, we're on the TV. And I looked at the camera, and I was like, nope. <laughs> at least it wasn't like the kissing one oh my god i didn't even (laughs) think of that could you imagine that could have been worse i don't even know what i would have done (laughs) well that's cool you're famous you should have said subscribe to pop therapy (laughs) i should have been wearing our crew necks that we're supposed to get at some point in our lives well i did make you one yes you did the pray for tea (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess it wasn't our actual logo. Our actual logo would be sick on that. We yeah, should get be. those. I know. We should start selling merch. Yeah. We need to make for money our listeners somehow. in Greece and India. Have you been checking that recently? We got no. a bunch of new countries on there. Oh, sick. Now yeah, you have to me, learn another language. Let me pull it. You are. <laughs> you are. <laughs> let me pull it up. Last time we spoke about this, 
we said that we had fans in Nicaragua. So since then, Japan, Vietnam, Taiwan, Saudi Arabia, Turkey, Iceland, Greece, and Netherlands. Wow. We're international, folks. Netherlands as of yesterday, actually. I checked yesterday. That was not there. Wow. Well, hello there. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how to say that in any of those languages. Neither do I. Okay, well, since we have boring lives, let's check in with our celebrity friends. Your best friend, specifically. I know I have some grievances. Okay. Uh, Kim and Tristan visited prison together. This was strike one. Why is she with Tristan? Okay, I thought that was weird, too. Like, was this pre-planned, like, before all this happened? Or, like, did Tristan set it up and invite Kim? Like, the whole scenario seemed very strange to me. Yeah, they went to a friend's giving dinner with the young men incarcerated at Camp Kil- Kilpatrick. <laughs> How do you say that? Probably that like that, right. but not with the emphasis on Kilp- kill. Kilpatrick. <laughs> Kilpatrick. <laughs> Kilpatrick. <laughs> I don't know. Kilpatrick. Oh, Kilpatrick, another contender. Nice. <laughs> um, I don't know what she was doing with him. Whatever she was doing at the facility sounded nice and dandy, but why is he there? Yeah, I I was surprised to see them together. Like, why is she giving him good press? Yeah. And what went on behind the scenes? Did she inform Chloe that this was going to happen? That's why I feel Uh, like it must have been Tristan's idea and he must have invited Kim. And then Kim was like, well, this is a good cause. I'm going to set my shit aside for a good cause. I don't feel like it was the other way around where, like, Kim planned this whole thing and then was like, oh, it would be great if Tristan could come. mm Mm-hmm. But I yeah, don't know. probably. I didn't do research. Um, well, Kim and Kanye officially finalized their divorce today, as of like two hours ago in the press. Interesting. Did what you were see th- this? No. What were they? Okay. What were the lingering fights about? Um, I don't know what the lingering fights were about, but they have joint physical and legal custody of all four kids, and like fifty like fifty. Yeah, and he is to pay her 200k a month in child support, and they get to make the decisions equally for health, education, blah, 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 and split cost equally. That's interesting. I would know, I'm kind of surprised that um, Kanye is wealthier than her. Well, I think she's gonna have the kids majority of the time, so I think it goes by like who has it, who has the kids most of the time. Oh, okay, I thought you so they aren't actually gonna they have fifty fifty, but they're not actually gonna spend fifty fifty together. That's the sense that I have, but I don't know. Um, you do you remember he bought a house across from her for like four point five mil? Yeah. Well, he gave it up to her, so she gets to keep their big house in Hidden Hills at Hidden Hills and the house across. And then he's going to keep his $60 million mansion in Malibu and his properties in Belgium, Chicago, Wyoming. Wyoming. And Kim gets to keep her own house in Wyoming. Oh, I didn't know she had a place there too. Neither did I. But yeah, they both um, opted out of spousal support. No, that's good. Okay, well, this all seems like an amicable ending to things. Yeah, it's official. I think that took like three years. Really? It's been that long? It's definitely been at least two. Wow. Okay. Yeah. But strike number two for Kimmy K is her 
stuff with Balenciaga. Yeah, everybody has been talking about this these days. I was not impressed and disheartened. I wonder what the so so explain to listeners kind of just what happened. The background. So Balenciaga came out with this campaign where they had kids in their clothing, but the kids were holding these teddy bears that were dressed in like BDSM clothing and they were kind of exploiting the children and making them look it was sexually suggestive. And then in one of the pictures, if you zoom in on the documents and the books, it the documents were showing an important case. This I didn't look into. Or I did, but I forgot it. Um, but it's all corrupt. <laughs> That's it. It's corrupt, pedophilia, <laughs> child pornography, all of, all of the bad stuff. Yeah, wasn't the document like either like the laws applicable to child exploitation or like a case dealing with that or something like that? Yes. It was something like weirdly subliminal though, like a document under a pile of stuff in a picture. Yeah, that's what it was. And wow, people look at stuff way more closely than I do. No kidding. And so, yeah, they've been getting a ton of backlash for this. And then obviously Kim has partnerships with Balenciaga. She's like their that model. Was like, that was the entire season finale episode, her walking in the Balenciaga runway. Yeah. And the timing of that just coincided with all of this shit too. Yeah. So – her she posted a story and was basically like did you listen to the morning toast yeah okay so they covered this really well um she basically first posted that she has been silent because she's been really sad about everything that happens and then took it down and added she's been disgusted by everything that's happened and she said that this shouldn't have happened in the first place but she is she thinks that balenciaga is feeling sorry about what they did and is taking accountability for their actions. And then she's like, I'm reevaluating my partnership with Balenciaga and it's going to depend on like them putting their action or their words into action. Yeah. And, and so obviously everyone has thought that that's not enough, but it is interesting the situation in terms of like, it's, as they were saying on the toast, like it's usually the other way around where like the brand is terminating their relationship with an influencer because the influencer does something that gets them canceled. But this, this time the roles are reversed and it is interesting because I wonder like what kind of contract she has in place with them and her obligations. And like, if she just terminates the contract, what kind of blowback is there going to be? But then again, like you got to think about it like, okay, yes, you breached the contract. Maybe you're liable for millions of dollars, but like, are they really going to sue you for that? Probably not. That would be really bad press. And like, even if they did, you can pay it. So. Yeah. That's the thing. Like Kim isn't an up and coming influencer that needs this deal. She can buy Balenciaga if she wants. But what did Balenciaga even say about this? Like, have they said like, oh, this was some rogue person who did this? Or like, what is their explanation? Yeah, so they blame the photographers, which is interesting. Because I think, I'm trying to remember where I heard this. I think it was on the toast. They were saying like, they usually never credit the photographers, but now they're just pointing fingers at the photographers. So it's very much just like everyone's pointing fingers at someone else. But like, do the photographers create all of the concepts for all of the designs? Like, I would think that that comes no, from the brand. No, there's got to be then... like a creative director. Yeah, exactly. 
I didn't look into Balenciaga's apology. Yeah. I don't know. The whole thing's just strange. And it just doesn't make sense. Like, I feel like there has to be something. Maybe Kim's just really bad at this kind of shit. But I just feel like there's something else happening behind the scenes that, like, she knows something more than us. And that's why she's not coming out right and being like, I'm done with this place. And maybe she can't speak on it. But that's me, Mm -hmm. like, really giving her the benefit of the doubt based on nothing. Yeah. I just keep thinking, like, she doesn't need this money from Balenciaga. And like what you're right, if they come after her for anything, it's going to be bad press. So I don't really see how this is going to harm Kim. Yeah. And she can't love the clothes that much. They're really not that great. No. <laughs> I don't understand it. Their clothes, actually. Except never- for the dress she wore in, in that episode. It was nice. Yeah. I don't really understand any designer clothes. So I'm not the person agreed. to ask. Agreed. <laughs> Very much agreed. The most designer um, I have is Lululemon, which, by the way, I ruined a pair of my Lululemon leggings today. You I can s- get those replaced for free. But I sat on Gorilla Glue. <laughs> yeah, you can do that. <laughs> so this is a hot top you didn't share. Yeah, I just remembered it. I was really sad day. <laughs> I was trying to fix the dishwasher, and then I leaned up against it and got Gorilla Glue all over my ass. And it's devastation because <laughs> I wore those pants like 90% of my life. Oh, it's those leggings. Yeah, you know the ones. I know the ones. (laughs) Damn, that sucks. That's actually heartbreaking. It does suck too because they were like a – I feel like Lululemon keeps changing their their fabric of their leggings. And these Align ones were like the perfect fabric. And some of the recent ones I've gotten have been like too loose. But I don't want the really like Mm -hmm. stiff ones that they use for running. Like these ones were the perfect balance. And so I'm really fucking rattled because I'm pretty sure I ordered new ones immediately. (laughs) But I'm pretty sure these new ones are going to be the fabric that I hate. So it's just really devastating. But you can go in person and say like my leggings are ruined and they'll give you a new pair for free. Even if you ruin them by sitting on Gorilla Glue? I think so. That feels like on me. Oh, it's definitely on you. <laughs> All of these are on the the customer. But Lululemon's customer service is the best. Yeah, I feel like I'd just be really embarrassed if they're like, okay, what's this glue on your ass? And I'm like, just I don't know, did you put it there? <laughs> just say my kids were messing around. <laughs> Still feels like very much my fault. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I tried. Yeah. It's probably like, have you been watching Erica on TikTok? Who? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't tell them how I know this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Amrata and Pete went to the next game together and it looked very plotted. Yeah, the whole thing's ridiculous. Like, really, like last week you were so coy about having these pictures taken of you and like trying to hide from the camera and ooh, don't catch us. And now you're front row at a fucking Knicks game. Like, give me a break. Yeah. And did you notice that Pete dyed his hair brown? Yeah, it looks gross. Like, he just has to match whoever he's dating. That's right. Cause he was blonde when Kim was blonde. Yeah. Um, this is just ever since I saw that video, I just cannot look at this as anything but a PR stunt. Also, like, doesn't Emirata look so much like Kendall Jenner? Kendall, yes. It's just fucking weird. Yeah, it is weird. Yeah, it's very strange. When they're sitting beside Ki- or Steve Carell, who also looks wait, I didn't see that. Oh no, it's it's fucking Ben Stiller. Oops, I <laughs> <zoomed> in. <laughs> 
I would love to sit next to Steve Carell. I was like, he looks a lot different than I remember. <laughs> one was in Zoolander and one was in Evan Almighty. Two different films. That's what you pick for Steve Carell, Evan Almighty? I'm just thinking Zoolander and Evan Almighty. Wait, who is in Evan Almighty? Steve Carell. Why wouldn't you choose like 40-Year-Old Virgin or um, Anchorman or like some of his more notable films? I just thought of the zoo (laughs) and Evan rescuing the pairs of animals for the ark. That's such an obscure reference. I haven't even seen that movie, but I see it's got 24% on Rotten Tomatoes. Evan Almighty? Yeah. No way. I don't trust Rotten Tomatoes anymore then. What the hell? That's an amazing movie. Well, I'm going to take your word for it because I don't think I'm going to ever watch it. Okay. It's funny. Did you see Bruce Almighty? Is that with um, Jim Carrey? And Jennifer Aniston? Uh, Yes, I did see that. Yeah, so Evan Almighty is the other one. Well, who's Bruce and who's Evan? Evan is Steve Carell. No, I know, but are they related? Oh, no. Something to do with God. Okay. Prophets. I don't remember seeing Bruce and Evan in the Bible. Evan is Moses. He builds an ark and takes everyone to safety. Yeah, I'm familiar with Moses. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, not Moses. Noah. Noah's Ark. Yeah, wait. (laughs) I want to name my kid Noah. How did I mess that up? I was just definitely clearly just half listening to what you were talking about. (laughs) Yeah, I can tell by your body language is throwing me off. I was Googling the shows. Okay. Okay, Well, it's moving on. (laughs) Noah's Ark. (laughs) Okay, um... Portia got married. Portia from The Real Housewives of Atlanta got married. Um, did you see pictures of this? Because they were everywhere. Yeah, I did. And I saw like a new picture every single day. And one, like they look so, they look so weirdly like separate and like statues. And like they were mm-hmm. just barely touching each other's fingertips in all of the photos. I'm like, this looks very strange. Well, how could she touch his fingertip? Her poof was getting in the way. I wouldn't be able to touch anyone. I know. I did really think her her red dress, though, looked pretty sick. Yeah, the red dress was sick. So do you remember after I came back from Atlanta, I told you my sister's friend is friends with the housewives? Yeah. So she attended the wedding and posted lots of pictures. And I was just like, oh, my God, I basically know all the housewives. Because so many of the housewives attended that wedding, like from Miami, um, Beverly Hills, I think, O.C., so so I know them. <laughs> You're very yes, you you know them very well. Um I was googling her cuz I've never watched Atlanta, so I was like who I thought and then when I saw all these pictures I'm like did she marry like a bazillionaire? Like who is this man's? And then I was googling it and it was saying that they got engaged after a month and this is one of the other housewives from Atlanta's ex. Oh yeah. She was in the middle of like so much drama. Yeah, I was like, whoa, there's a lot of interesting backstory to this. Maybe I should watch Atlanta. Yeah, do you remember on the first Ultimate Girls trip, Ramona kept calling Kenya Portia? Yeah. So Kenya and Portia had like the biggest beef on Atlanta. Oh, I would have thought she would have had beef with this person's ex. Yeah, I don't know the whole story. 
But Queens of Bravo keeps saying that Atlanta is the most binge-worthy Housewives franchise. So have you, you've never watched it either? No, I watched the first six seasons. Okay, but you haven't ever there's gone a back. Lot of, no, there's a lot of seasons. Yeah, I did try to watch a season and it just it wasn't – I couldn't get into it. Yeah, yeah. I watched like the last the last season like that was on TV. You need to watch Married to Med. Yeah, maybe. I, mm, I do okay. feel like now that The Bachelor's not on, there is like a dearth in my TV watching. Yeah, there's a lot of random scripted shows that I'm watching now. Well, I can't wait to hear about it in Pitcher Ditch, bitch. So Southern Charm is going to be filming in January 2023, just like Beverly Hills. Oh, okay. Interesting. So we mm-hmm. won't get the season for a, a while then. Really? Won't it just come out at the same time it did this year? Well, no, because like usually they start filming – well, if they're like Beverly Hills, like Beverly Hills, they usually start filming right after the reunion – so there'll be like a three-month gap. So if there's a three-month gap, I expect it'll come out three months later than it usually does. When did it come out this time? September. Was it then? Oh, yeah. It would have been like – or was it August? Because Beverly Hills was on forever. I don't remember. I feel like it was August. Hmm. But anyways, okay. Um, Andrea and Lexi just celebrated their one-year anniversary. Yes, Andrea from Summer House, who was so obsessed with Lexi last season and was like crying left and right over their relationship breakdown. So good for them. Happy to see they're still together. I feel like they'll get married. Like I feel like Andrea is just like a penguin. Like he mates for life. Yeah, I'm jealous. And he's so hot. He's so nice to look at. <laughs> I hope he's and on he's next so season kind. too. Yeah. I he hope he's so on cute. and they bring her on too because I'd like to see their relationship. Well, I don't want their relationship ruined. Yeah. But they are, they are uh, filming confessionals for Summer House right now. Hmm. Okay. Um, Real Housewives of Miami is actually coming out December 8th. I got it wrong. I originally said December 5th. But they're, they're going to release four episodes on premiere day. That's perfect. I love that. Me too. Because I guess they show it on Pico. Peacock. <laughs> Peacock. Peacock, yes. Okay. <laughs> Peacock. But I bet you we won't. Well, usually it comes to cable like a week after it actually is first released, like to slice. Right. So I feel like we won't get it until mid-December. Speak for yourself. I have Hey You. Oh, yeah. So do I. Through me. <laughs> You're literally like, Hey You. <laughs> Give me your Hey You login. Um, I watched the trailer again today and it mm-hmm. it. I just got more excited. It's going to be a sick season. Did you see the taglines? Yeah. Some of them were kind of lame. Yeah. Like Julia's. And um, what's her name? The the doctor. Yeah. Dr. Nicole. Nicole. Yeah. Like hers is all about getting hers engaged. Hers was just stupid. Like, who cares? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it seems like Adriana is not a main because she didn't have a tagline. Yeah. Neither did Marisol. True. I'm just excited to see Larsa again. <laughs> she she doesn't – I don't find her that interesting on that show, to be honest. Hmm. I but, like looking at her. Yeah, she is hot. In Bachelor news, Brandon and Serene moved in together in San Diego. So Serene moved from Oklahoma City to San Diego. 
<laughs> and they're planning <laughs> and they're planning to get married in 2024. Good for them. I'm I'm not surprised that they moved in together really fast cuz I feel like yeah. they're just like meant to be there together and can't spend a minute apart. So yeah, that I makes sense. Yeah, I think they're just like so legit. Yeah, like, they definitely if they are. If they break up, I'm going to be like lost. Yeah, I would be shocked. Mm-hmm. Um, in other Bachelor news, Kendall, who was grocery store Joe's ex, mm-hmm. she got engaged today. No way. Yeah, to some guy, and they're moving to Germany. What? Yeah. For what? I don't know. He must like work there or be from there. I have no idea. But they're moving to Germany. They, they'd announced that they're moving to journey, Germany a while ago, which is interesting because she wouldn't move to Chicago to be with Ch- Grocery Star Joe, which is why they broke up because she's like, I want to be with my family in L.A. Mm, mm. Okay, interesting. Now you're moving to Germany to be with this man. So clearly it's about the person, not the place. Um, yeah, or maybe because she was just like devastated about the breakup. She's like, okay, I got to make some compromises. Yeah, maybe she learned from it. But anyways, happy for her. Yeah. Very happy for her. I guess we have to learn German now. (laughs) (laughs) Why? So we can visit them? No, because we we have so many other languages that we're learning from Europe that we might as well just add German to the mix. (laughs) Yeah, we're definitely actively learning all of those languages right now. (laughs) You are. Duolingo every night. Um, Too Hot to Handle Season 4 is coming out soon on Netflix. I totally forgot about that show. It's the kind of show that I watch in like desperate times call for desperate measures. And then you get hooked. I get hooked so I have to finish the whole thing, but like it's nothing about it really interests me. Agreed. I think the first season was really good and that was it. Yeah. Like it's too played out that whole concept. Like the people at this point Mm -hmm. can't actually think that they're not going on that show. For when, sure. Yeah. For sure. Uh, I just want a new season of The Circle. That was that was a good show. Yeah, and they did come out with two like last summer, so hopefully we'll get another couple seasons. Bingies crossed. Bingies crossed. Okay, okay. picture ditch a bitch. Okay, I'll let you start. <sighs> okay. Um I've got a couple. So I'll start with Wednesday. I gave in and I watched Wednesday Adam's show on Netflix, which is like a fantasy, supernatural, dark comedy series. It's eight episodes, an hour long each, and it's an adaptation of the Adams family in one of their stories. And I have to say, I was absolutely hooked. Like within the first 10 minutes, it was so good. And I, I really enjoyed the humor of the main character, Wednesday. Hmm. And it's a, it's a hard pitch for me. Really? See, yeah. I, I could see myself getting into that because for some reason, like I can't remember when it was or why I was watching it, but this other random show on Netflix that I can't even remember its name now came on and it was about like fairies and witches, but it was like a teen, like a teen show, like it reminded me of like Buffy the Vampire Slayer, like that kind of vibes. Mm-hmm. And I like got into it and watched like the whole entire season and was like hooked because like there's something about magic that really mm-hmm. gets me. And I don't know why I think the Adams family have magic. Maybe because there's a hand that walks around. But is there magic involved? I mean, it's supernatural stuff and they all have different powers. Yeah. I don't okay. know if it's magic, but they have powers. 
Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. Okay, cool. Well, I actually, I I did start watching it for like 20. Yeah, but I only watched it for like 10 minutes the one day before I realized that I wasn't paying enough attention and it seemed like a show that I could get into. Yeah. Yeah, I was obsessed with the Addams Family growing up. So it was a really nice trip memory down lane. Wait, wait. wait. It was a nice trip down memory lane. (laughs) Okay. I wanted to point this out last episode there have been many instances where i have just let your blunders slip hey and i didn't say a thing. lot you have I didn't a, your say... face said everything laura well we're you on a radio show faces out loud <laughs> so do you yeah i know your face won't shut up <laughs> wow <laughs> okay um <laughs> yeah so it was a nice trip down memory lane <laughs> I can't wait to hear what I originally said. And there, so Tim Burton directed it. He does a lot of like the Halloween animated movies like Corpse Bride. And he put in like a lot of nuggets from the original Wednesday Adams movie or show and from the Adams show. Okay. Did you know, like, did you know those? Like, could you yeah. recognize them? I- and the thing is, like, I had totally forgotten about the Adams family. So when I would see stuff like that, I'd be like, oh my God, yes. Wow. See, I never, I feel like I watched the movie, The Adams Family, but I don't think I watched anything else. Like, was there like a series or what was, what are the Yeah, there shows? was a show on, um, not MTV. What was that? YTV? Cartoon? YTV. Oh, yeah. Okay. I didn't watch yeah, it. That's where I would watch it. Well, that's and cool. I, and I think the casting was perfect. Like Catherine Zeta-Jones did a really good job. And the effects were great. The pace of the show was great. It's just you're going to like it. Yeah, I felt like Gomez looked a little bit too creepy and weird for me. No, it, it was good. <laughs> okay. Okay, well I, well, I think I probably will watch that probably over the holidays. Mm-hmm. Speaking of holidays, the reason why I couldn't watch it was because I got so hooked into um, this like the great holiday baking show or something on the best on food network and then i just was like fuck these shows make me so happy like i love seeing people bake and seeing their cookies and cakes and pies and it being a competition show especially the kids holiday baking championship yeah i don't know i like they're just so talented and it's just like I set a series recording. I'm like, I'm into this. I want to watch this. And then anytime I, I, it's like, sometimes I forget that I have cable and have like access to thousands and thousands of shows. And then I think mm-hmm. back to like, what did I used to do on like a Saturday at home when I didn't have like Netflix or Amazon Prime or whatever? Yeah. It's like you'd throw in the Food Network or HGTV and you'd just like watch whatever was on. So I've started doing yeah. that again. Yeah. It's been a tradition in my family for like years and years where we all come home to visit for the holidays and we'll, like I used to be the one who lived at home, so I would PVR all the holiday baking championship shows, the kids, the adults, chopped, um, the there was like a cookie there was a cookie yeah. competition, the greatest cakes, like everything. So yeah, I look forward to that every year. Yeah, well, it's great television. Just a good <laughs> reminder. Okay. Um, so I watched that, but that's not really my picture bitch ditch. Do do you want to talk about your other one? I said picture ditch a bitch. No, you said picture bitch a ditch. No, I didn't. No, you did. Roll it back. Roll the tape. Roll the tape. Bravo. I said it bravo, right. Bravo. Fucking bravo. 
tomato, tomato, tomato. I said it right. No, you didn't. I just said it fast and a bit mumbly, but it was right. No. No. Okay. Well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll put a clip. We'll ask the people. Okay. Okay. So I watched a really shitty, shitty, shitty movie. It's a ditch. (laughs) Spoiler spoiler um, alert. What's her face's ex-husband? Lindsay Lohan. Oh, Lindsay, I watched this. <laughs> oh, I watched this in New York. I was with – so I was up in Edmonton with Arby and Kamal and mm-hmm. we were trying to find a rom-com to watch. And like, of course, at this time of year, all of the good holiday movies, they take off all of the streaming shows and make you pay for it. So like yeah, we couldn't watch The, the Holiday. We couldn't watch um, – Elf. Oh, we didn't try that one. But like everyone we tried to watch, like all of a sudden you had to pay for it. And I'm like, this is bullshit. So I was like, well, there's this new Lindsay Lohan one, stupid me recommending this. And it was so bad. Like it was, I couldn't really tell what it was supposed to be because it definitely wasn't like a movie that took itself seriously. But it, but I was like, what is this genre called where it's just clearly like Hallmark? Yeah, but it wasn't even like as bad. Like Hallmark, I feel like tries to be more legitimate and wholesome with their actual like storylines of love. This was like, like trying to be slapstick comedy at the same time of being like a romantic comedy, and it was just like so bad. Yeah, I watched the entire thing though. Yeah, we watched the whole thing for sure. But like, yeah. what is going on? It was just I In didn't couldn't tell what comments. it was trying to be. Yeah. It was a really, really bad movie. It was Lindsay Lohan's big debut of returning back to Yeah, and she she looked very like bad. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Like that other guy from Glee, Cord Overstreet. I thought he did a good job. Is that but who like, that was? Yeah, but like that's also the genre like that's where he's at in his career, you know, like that's mm-hmm. like a C list movie, like I feel like Lindsay Lohan, she had a heyday with like Freaky Friday and Mean Girls and Freaky Friday was Trap. so good. Like those movies were so good. She, she wants re- to do a remake of Freaky Friday if Jamie Lee Curtis is down. That would be great. I would watch it. It'd hopefully be better than this. Yeah, me too. But you can totally tell like she's had nose jobs because of the way she talks and breathes while she talks. Yeah, and a lot of Botox. Yeah. Okay, well, let's – do you have anything else to say? Just quickly, I watched that Meet Cute movie with Pete Davidson and Kaylee Cuoco because it oh. got released on Prime. It was not good. <laughs> I just wonder why it took them so long to release it. Yeah. It was like an hour and 20 minutes. Well, that's off. so short. Yeah. So, was, like, h- how bad was it? Like, why was it bad? I should have reflected more (laughs) before doing this. All I could ever think when I thought of it was, that was so bad. (laughs) (laughs) I think because, like, Kaylee Cuoco really bothers me. Mm. So I had a bias. I was really trying to give her a chance. And then, I don't know, Pete Pete is not a good actor. He's really not. And I think that was bothering me, too, because it was just like, you're really bad at this. Why are you doing this? Yeah. Was it a good storyline? No. (laughs) (laughs) It took me a bit to figure out what was going on. Okay. Well, okay. That's a ditch. I hope (laughs) they do come up with some good movies again soon. Yeah. It's been a while. I want to watch that George Clooney and Julia Roberts one and see how bad it is. I just feel like I have to buy it. 
I know. Because I feel like I'm going to be disappointed because it's probably not going to be that good. Well, you can watch Don't Worry Darling on Crave. No, I've also heard that's fucking weird. From me last yeah. week. <laughs> <laughs> so I won't be watching that. It was bad, yeah. <laughs> okay, let's get into our TV recap. Not a lot of shows this past week. A lot of them weren't on. And I don't know mm-hmm. why. Like Winter House wasn't on. Mm-hmm. I don't think Salt Lake City was on. I don't watch Salt Lake City anymore. Uh, it's not bad. It's kind of weird. It's not a great season, but I'm going to keep watching because I just want to see what happens with this whole gin situation. Yeah, fair. I'm sure I'll binge all of it at the end. Yeah. So let's chat about the new show that premiered this week on um, Bravo. Leva's Leva from Southern Charms spinoff show, Southern Hospitality. So Southern Hospitality. The premiere was last night. It's all about the people that work at her um, restaurant, Republic. But also, so they started the show, and I didn't realize that she owned like four restaurants all on the same street. And like they, yeah, showed- I didn't know they were all on the same street. I knew I- she had a bunch of them. Okay, see, I didn't know that, but she's got like Republic nightclub then she's got like bourbon Burp. and bubbles which looks like yeah. kind of like a wine like champagne bar style less like ravey and then she had two mm-hmm. other ones um that i can't I don't remember know what the they other were. two but what yeah. were your what were your thoughts on the first episode okay i really liked it i enjoyed it um i can already tell that maddie's gonna be annoying and i'm already annoyed by grace lily uh but i am really looking forward to the next episode what about you yeah, generally I felt the same way. Like I felt like they really jumped into everything really quick. Nothing felt manufactured, even though it's clearly like a reality show. But mm-hmm. the only thing that looked manufactured was when that girl's birth control went off during the meeting and she yeah. like, made her boyfriend go get it. I'm like, come on, we don't care. Yeah. Also, doesn't Will remind you of Miles Fish? Totally. Um, we just say it's first and last <laughs> name on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> he does. All these boys look so young, but they're not. How old are they? Well, Will was talking about how he wants to be a lawyer, but he's at home living with his parents and he's 28 working at Leva's restaurants. And I was like, oh, God. Whoa. Wow. Okay. I didn't realize they he were that old. He looks 21. I thought, yeah, I thought they were all in like their mid 20s. Yeah. And I then mean, I guess Maddie, 28 kind of is mid 20s, but. Maddie was talking about how it's been like six or eight years since she was sober and she's been to rehab four times since then and i was just like how how old are you yeah she has a really interesting 21 yeah she's a really interesting backstory and it is really interesting to me that she had a history of like drug and alcohol abuse and then her job is at a nightclub like that's amazing she must have the best willpower in the world yeah totally um but she does have really good energy i feel like she's a good main character she does i think she will be annoying though yeah well the other chick grace lily annoys me more so far because she oh, totally. just feels like she want was destined to be on a reality tv show and it was just a mm-hmm. matter of what one especially at the end when she was saying like i am such a genuine person so nice pure intentions i'm a taurus i ride for people i was like fuck off i know when she said i'm a taurus i'm a really loyal friend i was like well that checks out because <laughs> <laughs> but you're not a real taurus grace yeah yeah, beyond that, I don't see it. It's like, how do you just – are we going segment by segment in the show or just no, rambling? No, just chatting. Okay, because how do you just fucking leave your job? 
right yeah. after someone tells you, I'm coming to give you a table. Yeah, and, then and you she just pieces piece. out. And yeah, then you she- get mad at the person for telling your boss. What the fuck? I know. And it's weird that they used to be like best friends traveling through COVID. Like I just don't see them being the same speed, Maddie and Grace Lily. No, totally. I think like, I Maddie's like- a bit more street smart. Yeah, and very much I think she's a lot more mature. Mhm. Yeah, um what do you think Emma, was it Emma the birth control girl? Emmy, I think. Emmy was crying about in Will's bed. I don't know. Hopefully they break Someone up. I think she sucks. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. Yeah, there's got to be cheating happening in this show. Yeah. But it Trevor nice. looks like a loser. Oh, totally. I was I was so upset. I like wanted to put my hand in and grab her from the screen and be like, "Don't go." And why did they roll off in like a bike taxi? Like, can he not afford she a likes car? The bad boys, Laura. Well, he I probably don't know. stole it. <laughs> the bike taxi. <laughs> <laughs> Out of all the things you can steal for transportation. <laughs> but to the contrary, like her other option was Joe, and I just think Joe's a bit of a loser. Oh, totally. Joe is very much like, where's my hug vibes. Yeah. 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 That is a vibe. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't like him either. He looks plastic. I think Leva is also trying to put, I don't know. It's hard to say because I do feel like Leva probably is a very stern, serious boss. But I feel like she, like in that talk with Malik at the end, where she was like, you need to do better, blah, blah, blah. That is the other part that felt a little bit manufactured to me. Okay. Is Malik the guy who's trying to come back to royalty or loyalty? Yeah. Re- Republic. Oh, Republic. <laughs> I'm thinking of a client. <laughs> um, he was not loyal. <laughs> no, he was not. Um, I think I'm going to like him. Yeah, I think so too. He he seems like he's got really great energy. He and seems he's going really- bring the drama. Yeah, yeah. You're at work, so work. (laughs) It was good. I thought they gave just enough in the first episode. I agree. I'm looking forward to it. Mm -hmm. And I like that it's on Mondays because, like, who premieres anything on Mondays? Yeah, now that Bachelor is gone, like, thank God we have something to fill Mm -hmm. that day. Oh, you know what does come on Mondays? Made in Chelsea. And you know what I recently read for behind the scenes? What? Maybe you read it on Queens of Bravo. They basically, for these clubs and bar scenes, they start filming at 9 a.m. And they, like, they send people onto the set. Like, okay, now it's your turn. Go into the scene. What? Like, when there's an actual party happening? Well, they film at 9 a.m. in a bar. And they film for hours and hours. And they literally, like, tell people when to go into a scene. Okay, but, like... So in this episode of Southern Hospitality, it was Leva's birthday party, and it was like a huge club night. So you're saying that club night started at 9 a.m.? Uh, on Made in Chelsea, yes. Oh, okay. So I I don't know what you're talking about on Made in Chelsea. <laughs> you're not paying attention. I was like, well, I read I thought you were trying to compare. Made in Chelsea. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I thought you were trying to connect and compare Made in Chelsea to Southern Hospitality. And I was like, I don't think that's what happens because that doesn't make sense. But like maybe. But Made in Chelsea is back. I've been watching. There's already been seven episodes. And I have to say I'm losing interest in Miles. Aw. 
RIP. Not good. No. Well, I'm glad your favorite show is back. Me too. Thank you. And it'll be on forever because those seasons have like 25 episodes. I know. (laughs) It's going to take me through like five months of my life. Okay. Let's talk about um, Real Housewives of Potomac. I've been watching this season and you Mm -hmm. have as well. Yes. Regularly. So right now, the big drama that's happening is that Mia and Wendy got into a fight at dinner on their trip to Miami. And I don't even really know. I guess it started because Wendy was coming down to Miami to go to this guy's restaurant. And she's been trying to get into the restaurant business with that guy. And he's friends with Mia. And so the guy was like, oh, I have a bone to pick because Mia has, or Wendy hasn't returned my contract. And then Mia brought this up at the dinner and was like, I can't believe you didn't tell him that you were coming to town when like you're coming to the restaurant and you're trying to do business with this guy. Like, why wouldn't you let him know you're coming by? And then Wendy got really offended and she's like, the only man I'm going to tell I'm in town is like my husband, um, which I kind of understood. Like, and like, why does Mia really care? Like if she's fucking up her business endeavors, but then shit hit the fan. Is Peter Mia's friend or her brother-in-law? Isn't I think he's just a friend. No, I think he's just a friend because he's from he's he was like a boyfriend on Real Houses of Atlanta. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So, what are your thoughts on Mia? Well, okay, the fight was insane. Like, I literally wanted to punch Wendy only because she was so annoying because she wouldn't fucking shut her mouth. Like, she, she just kept does that in every fight. You can't I get know. a word in. Exactly. She just kept like yammering 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 like never stopping and like honestly if i was sitting there and the things that she was yammering about were also like extremely offensive to me i think i probably would have had the same reaction like i would have reached my breaking point and like throwing a glass of water like that's not assault in my mind like that's like throwing a glass of water who the fuck cares in my mind but they've been making it out to be like she like slapped her across the face or like hit her or engaged in violence i'm like she threw a gl- she threw a glass of water. She didn't even throw the glass. Okay, well, you had different thoughts about Wendy and Candace with the wine tasting because Candace was essentially doing the same thing where she just kept yammering on and wouldn't let Wendy or Monique talk. Yeah, but then the uh, the whole situation of that ended up in like physical violence of like throwing mm-hmm. an actual glass and trying to like pull someone's hair out so the end result i'm saying that like in this situation throwing a glass of water justified the situation in the other situation i don't think the circumstances ever would warrant like that level of aggression Mm. but i do get the the provocation i think is similar Mm -hmm. so wasn't there a second uh instance in this fight where it got physical I think that security got in to, like, hold Wendy back, but I don't think anybody actually hit each other. Okay. It's kind of fuzzy for me. But, yeah, Robin was sitting there just filming the whole thing. Okay. Robin. Like, with her flashlight on. Yeah. Like, I was dying. I'm like, why are you doing this? And she's getting, like, right in their faces, <laughs> zooming in. I know. <laughs> And it, and it worked out for her because then Candace comes later and yeah. Robin's like, I got the whole thing on camera. You can watch. <laughs> That's and something I would do for you. So funny. And then at one point she did say, she's like, there's not going to be any she said she said here. And that's why she said she was filming. And I just thought that was fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. But she needs to get rid of that red hair. It's not working. Really? I don't mind it. No. 
Mm. I think she looks really good blonde. Yeah. So now the group's divided because the next day, Ashley and Karen went to go check on Wendy, who stayed in a hotel, and Candace as well. And then the others went to the beach. And then Mia was really pissed off that, like, Ashley and Karen went to go check on her without telling her that they were going to do that and said, like, you're not allowed to stay at our house anymore. And, yeah, now Mia is, like, super pissed off at Karen and Ashley. Okay, so what are your thoughts on this? Like Karen Karen is saying, well, it's my birthday, so I want this to happen. And then Mia is saying, I don't see Wendy planning a birthday for you. So what are your thoughts on this? I feel like it, your loyalty should have nothing to do with whether it's your birthday or not. And it should just be about you choosing what's right in the situation. Like if in that situation she thinks that Wendy is more in the right or that Wendy deserves to be checked on, then like go check on them. It has nothing to do with your birthday or like the fact that someone else who's on the other side of this fight is a closer friend than you. Like your, your moral compass should always be proper, you know? Mm -hmm. But I guess in saying that, like if it was you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Go on. I mean, if you were Mia, I wouldn't be going to check on Wendy, even if I thought you were in the wrong. I'd be like checking you one-on-one and leaving it to somebody else to go check on Wendy. Yeah. I do think that Mia has some control issues. And like, I'm sure Karen didn't ask for that party. And Mia, it was a really nice gesture on her part to plan this whole thing for Karen and get all these activities together. But I do think she was like kind of holding it over Karen's head. Yeah, and I really don't buy that this entire trip was about Karen's birthday. I think she was planning a trip and it happened to be Karen's birthday. Yeah, I agree. So like I can see both sides. But yeah, like if if you were Mia and I was Karen, I would stay. Yeah. 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 I don't know. It just – the whole thing, I can see Mia – feeling so she keeps on doing all these actions that she can't easily walk back from like Mm -hmm. sending the text and inviting them to stay at their accommodations that's so embarrassing to then later that was so petty and then like i could see her in that moment she was so reactive like she went Mm -hmm. straight from finding out straight to the car said that shit and bounced and i was like man you're gonna regret that in like Mm 2.5 seconds and that's just such an embarrassing thing to have to come back at like to hold like put the tail between your legs and be like i shouldn't have said that that was stupid yeah, That's especially because then Charisse messages the group on behalf of her and is like, this is me as assistant. Please come back. Hugs and kisses. Yeah. I would have whacked Charisse on the head and been like, do not take away my cred. Yeah. Like if anybody's going to send the text, it's going to be me. I have to be the bigger person here. I have to do something redeeming. Yeah. 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 But I thought this was a very entertaining episode and it reminded me of like the Potomac that I got into. Yeah. Me too. I'm I love looking that. forward to next week. Yeah. Did you see also that Ashley went on another date with Luke to Topgolf? Yes, I did see that. Um, Did you see Queens of Bravo posted a meme that's like, at this point, the longest and strongest relationship is Ashley and Corona? Yeah. (laughs) It is funny that she's always drinking Corona. Like, who is that much passion for Corona? I mean, it's a good beer. Yeah, that too. Did you see that scene of her getting food in the morning and just like the muscle in her leg with her ass sticking out so perky? No, oh I gosh. didn't. She's got a fantastic bod. Yeah. And then I like how she posts on TikTok. She's like, if I was never on a scene, I was making TikTok dances. <laughs> she posted one of like that. her dress from that night. I believe that. Yeah. 
but it's not a bad season so far. I'm I'm tuned in. I'm liking this drama so far. It's better than Salt Lake City for sure. Like, what was Candace's deal just coming in and starting to cry about Wendy being ostracized? I know. Like, when did they get so tight? I don't know. I think Candace just, like, finds an ally and then rides for them. But soon enough, her and Wendy will be fighting. Yeah. And I think Wendy does the same thing. I just, like, sometimes can't keep track either of, like, where Candace is at with different people. Like, who Mm -hmm. she's feuding with at any given time. Like, is she close with Ashley? Is she not? What's happening with her and Giselle and Robin? Like, I don't know what's going on. I feel like there's something we don't know. Like there's so much missing about Candace when I watch these episodes because it's like, okay, something happened behind the scenes that didn't get caught on camera and now Candace isn't talking to Giselle or Candace doesn't like Robin. Like, I don't know. It is kind of weird too if we, how we move swiftly on from that Chris debacle. Mm-hmm. Like that was old drama. Now we're on this me and Wendy fight and like that's or in the past. Maybe it's going to resurface. But it seems like Candace is about to have drama with Karen next week because she brought up rumors of Karen dating other men. Okay. Did you also see the preview where um, Robin brings a actual speaker to the dinner and like a, like a bow speaker, like a big speaker puts oh, yes, it on the table yes, yes. and it's Candace talking <laughs> and it's Candace shit talking. Like, I don't know where the recording came from, but to like pack a fucking speaker in your purse and bring it out. That's like epic performance. At this point, Robin is just on the show for shits and giggles and is just yeah. so secure in her position in the truly. cast. Truly. And she's just in the behind the scenes kind of like, saying her piece but like no one's paying attention to her but if you actually watch her do things it's like what do you it's hilarious but you can tell that like when she gets mad everyone listens up yeah yeah for sure yeah well right well that is another short episode of pop therapy we'll try to have more interesting lives this week Yeah. Also, I'm I'm getting feedback, but I think it's from really old people who say that our podcast is too long, but there are way longer podcasts out there. Ours is like a crisp hour. It's a perfect amount of time. Like sometimes it goes over by like 10 minutes or so, but I feel like an hour long is like the perfect length of a podcast. Yeah. And I think if you actually like the stuff that we talk about, then an hour is not enough. Yeah. Haters going to hate. Potatoes um, going to potate. <laughs> But talking about podcasts, um, Nick Vial just released his podcast Ugh. with Victoria and Greg. And I hate Nick Vial, but I think I'm going to listen because I just – I saw some clips and I was infuriated by Victoria. So I just feel like my odometer for her is going to just go slowly creeping down and down and down. Um, but I want to listen to oh this episode to see what they say. Please report to us next week because I can't stand his voice. But I want to know. Okay. I will. TYSM. See you next week. Bye.